Wash your thoughts away. I create them life. I'm your host, Joshua Paul Arnold. Today we're going to talk about House Bill 2646 and how this is most pertinent to you if you are an Oregonian. Or if you're preparing for this bill in your own state. So what this bill is, basically, is we're going to go through it. And I want to give a little disclaimer from the, from the beginning and say that Kratom, if you ask a doctor, a naturopath, or anyone who's really used it, Kratom is not a food. The active ingredients in Kratom are mitrogenine and 7-hydroxymitrogenine. 7-hydroxymitrogenine creates a more euphoric feeling and when isolated in large amounts is a concern. We're going to be discussing these in detail um, as we go along through this House Bill 2646, also known as the Oregon Kratom Consumer Protection Act. So back to metrogenine and 7-hydroxy. Metrogenine is the most prevalent alkaloid readily available in the Kratom leaf, even when extracted. Usually our, our extract, well, it never, ever has exceeded over 1% on an extract for 7-hydroxy. So this, this, this alkaloid, 7-hydroxy, is very, very rare. Uh, when it is present, which it's not really present in most kratom powders, um, except for an extremely mature red leaf that are proven red leaf. Most people will call their leaf red. They don't know what it is. Check out the book, Leaf of Luxury, Kratom Myth versus Fact, available where all books are sold to know more details on this strain myth versus fact. It's pretty much, basically, it's all green, man. It's all green. Nobody wants to really listen to that, but that's what it is. And so the variables are what create the marketing ploys. This all needs to stop. This needs to stop. That's why we're here. So, advanced bioessentials. I create them life. That's why we're here. So, this is House Bill 2646, the summary. The following summary, summary is not prepared by the sponsors of the measure <laughs> and is not a part of the body, therefore subject. So, that means... The state did this, not the people paying for it. The consideration by the... So that means that the AKA is pretty much the people behind this. They, they've submitted their, their own plan and this didn't pass last year. There's been a lot of redaction um, and amendment. They call them amendments to the House Bill 2646 since then. Um, so I'm going to go off and read. A little bit more. So it's an editor's brief statement of the essential features of this measure as introduced. That's in bold. So that means this is pretty much what they introduced. Slight variation. Establishes regulations for Kratom products, including labeling requirements and minimum age for sale. Directs State Department of Agriculture to adopt rules to carry out regulations. Authorizes imposition of civil penalty for certain violations. Creates crime of unlawful distribution, sale, or exposure for sale to individual under 21 years of age. 
punishes by maximum of 30 days imprisonment, $1,250 fine, or both. Takes effect on the 91st day following adjournment signed die. So, <laughs> following adjournment signed die. You might want to look that up, but from reading uh, before and after, I'm basically saying that's, I'm, I'm imp- implying, assuming, <laughs> which could make an ass of me, so do not hold me to this, uh, but assuming that adjournment signed dying without Googling is meaning that upon date of acceptance by the people voted in, um, upon the, the first date of that bill taking place. So, first line, line one. A bill for an act, line two. Relating to Kratom, a prescribing and effective date, line three. Be it enacted by the people of the state of Oregon, line four. I'm not going to say it. You're going to, you get it. Section one, sections two to five of this 2021 act shall be known and may be cited as the Oregon Kratom Consumer Protection Act. That's a good thing. That's going to protect. It's going to help with monitoring, decreasing adulteration, and proper labeling, which should already be a requirement if you're aware of what is required to be CGMP ISO certified. So anyway, section two, as used in sections two to seven of this 2021 act, Kratom product means a food, food product, food ingredient, dietary ingredient, dietary supplement or beverage for human consumption containing any part of the leaf of the plant Mitragyna speciosa. Let me read that again. Kratom product means a food, food product, food ingredient, dietary ingredient, dietary supplement, or beverage for human consumption. Yay! Containing any part of the leaf of the plant Mitragyna speciosa. So, Like I said from the beginning, this is not a food, but some things need to happen in order for things to move forward. I have always understood that, but I think education and representation needs to be identified for, you know, making this go farther. Hopefully they're going to allow certified labs, certified scientists to start working on this as a medicine and and using more 7-hydroxy in their products later down the line. This product will be bigger than THC. It's not the same at all, but it affects far more people, far more symptoms. It cures ailments in some, I've heard. Hmm. Diabetes, especially. Nobody wants to sell a cure when people are spending that much on insulin. So obviously there's a lot of controversy between big pharma and Mitrogyna speciosa, a.k.a. Kratom. So, line 10, part 2 of section 2. Processor means a person that sells, prepares, processes, manufactures, distributes, or maintains Kratom products, or B, advertises, represents, or holds out as being a person that sells, prepares, processes, manufactures, distributes, or maintains a Kratom product. Section 3, Part 1. A processor may not sell, prepare, process, manufacture, 
distribute, maintain, or expose for sale any of the following. A Kratom product that is adulterated with dangerous non-Kratom substance. A Kratom product that is adulterated with dangerous non-Kratom substance. If the Kratom product is mixed or packed with a non-Kratom substance and that substance affects the quality or strength of the Kratom product to such a degree, to such a degree as to render the Kratom product injurious to a consumer. B, a Kratom product that is contaminated with dangerous non-Kratom substance. A Kratom product is contaminated with a dangerous non-Kratom substance if the Kratom product contains a poisonous or otherwise deleterious, harmful, non-Kratom ingredient, including, but, listen to this, but not limited to any of the substance listed in ORS 475.005. Listen, a Kratom product containing the level 7-hydroxymitragonine in the alkaloid fraction that is greater than than, than that of 2% of the overall alkaloid composition of the product. We've always loved that about this bill. We've always followed that. Super important. Um, and also non-delirious, non-deleterious. We're going to get into that. It, it, it goes on. A Kratom product containing... Okay, we just read that. So line part D, line 28. A Kratom product containing any synthetic alkaloids, including synthetic metrogenine, synthetic high 7-hydroxymetrogenine or any other synthetically derived compounds compounds of the Metrogyna speciosa plant. There's companies hiding out here in Oregon. And I really want to point these companies out to the authorities that are going to start bringing this to because I've collected a large database on synthetically derived compound manufacturers and distributors specifically in my own state it's so sad if you check out the last episode that we released about adulterated products we have testimony from a client of this company's this is a huge problem problem they call it a plant but it's synthetically derived compounds there's always a starting point and then it turns into pseudo very very highly addictive extraordinarily harmful to your system so part two let's see let's go back we're on section three part e a kratom product that does not provide adequate labeling directions necessary for safe and effective use by consumers including a recommended serving size yeah we couldn't do that before we couldn't even talk about what it was used for. Hopefully that'll change. But I'm going to go into the second section about the amendments after this. Because it gets in detail about adulteration. As well, it gets into detail about synthetically derived compounds. It goes into detail about additives. And we at iCratum use MAOI which is a berry powder. It just increases bioavailability. It does not add to the potency at all. Nothing we add strengthens our products. 
It just allows it to become more readily available with less waste. There's a lot of science that went into our products and everything always considered the Kratom Consumer Protection Act, especially after it really started making movement. So part two of that says a processor that violates subsection one of this section is subject to a civil penalty of no more than 500. The first offense, no more than a G, $1,000 for the second or subsequent offense upon request by the processor to whom an administrative fine is issued. The director of agriculture shall conduct a hearing in accordance with contested case proceeding ORS chapter 183. Part three, a processor does not violate subsection one of this section if it is shown by preponderance of the evidence that the processor relied in good faith upon the representation of another processor regarding the ingredients of a Kratom product. Basically, wow. So, oh, I didn't know they had it in there. Wow. That's, that, that's wrong. Anyone who's selling this product knows what they're selling because they get the feedback. And and I I don't really agree with that. So anyway, moving on. Section four, a processor may not distribute, sell, or expose for sale a Kratom product to an individual under 21 years of age. Goodbye, Sunstone A-Signs. Goodbye, anything outside. It's so awesome because, wow. If you checked our blog page, you would see what we uh, brought to attention to the public about companies using quote-unquote organics in their name regardless if it says certified or not especially here in Oregon morally ethically wow education is a serious problem with Kratom it's another thing that is not addressed in here (laughs) that should be but I haven't finished so here we go section four Uh, part two a processor that violates subsection of this section is guilty of class c misdemeanor for each violation Good. Section 5. The State Department of Agriculture should not ad- shall, n- shall adopt rules necessary to carry out Section 2 to 4 of this 2021 Act. We've got the protocols. We've already written and drafted them. We're going to present soon. Thank you, Senators. Uh, it's, a, it's a beautiful time right now. So hopefully that will be the education. The certification classes need to be provided to these vendors. They need to know what they're selling, just like THC and alcohol. So, yeah, education should not be relied on the consumer when they don't really know much about it in the first place. And online information is so biased with marketing ploys, it's disgusting. So, section six. Sections two to five of the 2021 Act become operative on January 1st, 2022. It's coming up. The State Department of Ag may take any action before the operative date specified in subsection 1 of this section that is necessary to enable the department to exercise on and after the operative date specified in subsection 1 of this section. Basically, we can do whatever we want. (laughs) All of the duties, functions, and powers conferred on the department by section 2 to 5 of this 2021 Act. Section 7, this 2021 act takes effect on the 91st day, not 90, 
91 days after the date on which the 2021 regular session of the 81st Legislative Assembly adjourns, sign, die. So, let's go right into the proposed amendments. I don't... I think that's a little vague, and so we... It it was vague. These are the proposed amendments. As of 129.21. On page 1, the printed bill deletes line 4 through 28. And delete page 2 and insert section 1. Section 2 to 5 of this 2021 Act shall be known and may be cited as the Oregon Kratom Consumer Protection Act. Stays the same. Section 2, as used in 2 to 5 of this 2021 Act. Kratom product means a food, food product, food ingredient, dietary ingredient, dietary supplement, or beverage for human consumption containing any part of the plant Mitrogyna speciosa. Processor means a person that sells, prepares, processes, manufactures, distributes, or maintains Kratom products, or advertises, represents, or holds out as being a person that sells, prepares, processes, manufactures, distributes, or maintains a Kratom product. Section 3. A processor may not sell, prepare, process, manufacture, distribute, maintain, or expose for sale a Kratom product it's not registered with the State Department of Ag. That's dope. So that means everyone has to register their products no matter what to make sure all these protocols are followed. It's called law. It's called monitor monitoring. It's called bringing an authority. And, and, and I'm very, very happy for this. This is awesome. Unfortunately, they're not going to bring it only to the medical like they did with THC and require different facilities because of how much money it's already generating. Unfortunately, a lot of people will still go to their powdered products. There's, I've heard nothing about lab testing, heavy metals, um, education about heavy metals. Uh, I mean, this is a leaded fuel product sourced from overseas, okay? In Indonesia, they use leaded fuel. Fuel, it goes in the air. It absorbs through the plants. It is then ingested overseas unknowingly. People's tolerance raises. Their attitudes change. They're not able to untake the same amounts. Tolerance goes up, like I said. Water levels go down. People that use Kratom don't understand how much water you need to take because it's a stimulant. Um, it's, it's, this is a very, very, very controversial product that must have education with it. And I feel the need to scream at these vendors that you shouldn't rely on your customers to know what you are making money from. That is lazy. Shame on you, Sunstone Organics. Shame on you, man. I hope we can all work together and and they can make a positive recovery from this. But here in Oregon, I'd really be happy to see all those Sunstone organic signs come down on a positive note rather than negative. So back to line one on this redaction, a.k.a. amendment. So non-kratom substance, if the kratom product is mixed or packed with a non-kratom substance. Okay, so we're going to... a kratom. Okay, a kratom product that is adulterated with a dangerous non-kratom substance. Oh, we didn't, we didn't get that far. Okay, so section three is talking about... A processor may not sell, prepare, or process, manufacture, distribute, maintain, or expose sale to a Kratom product that is not registered with the State Department of Act. So that's illegal from 
when this bill is enacted, 91 days signed die, signed die. Um, but we can't, you can't advertise anymore. And anything that is going to be sold has been approved by the State Department of Ag. Most likely, they're probably going to give out a stamp, whatever. Hopefully, there's going to be something that follows that can generate money just like they can for THC. Um, the following Kratom products are not eligible for registration. A, a Kratom product that is adulterated with dangerous non-Kratom substance. A Kratom product that is adulterated with a dangerous non-Kratom substance if the Kratom product is mixed or packed with a non-Kratom substance. And that substance affects the quality or strength of the Kratom product to such a degree as to render the Kratom product injurious to a consumer. Okay, so we have Kratom extract products. There, there's, there's nothing but kratom in there. It's mitragyna speciosa. We add electrolytes as well as uh, MAOI formulation, which increases the bioavailability, but does not <laughs> increase the quality or strength of the kratom product. And not only that, to such a degree as to render the kratom product injurious to a consumer, no. None of our products, how original they may be, violate any of these laws. So, B, a Kratom product that is contaminated with a dangerous non-Kratom substance. Research chemicals. Then a butt. U447700, whatever that research chemical is. They're putting it in stuff. You can synthesize Kratom to become stronger by manipulating the product with scientific methodology. People are doing it. I've had many people approach our company, well, many, three, uh, approach our company and say, hey, we, we have this formulation and we, we want to merge companies. We give you a bunch of money and let's make a stronger product. We can't do that. That's not safe. People are having a problem enough how it is. Normal. And they don't understand that the problem is pretty much the heavy metal buildup toxicity, but Later down the line, I guess we're going to address that, even though I've been addressing it since day one. Pseudo products are being sold. Those are the problem here. People abusing the product, that's on them. Everyone knows what they're doing. But the people that don't provide education and support, it's, it's uncanny. So a product that is not labeled addictive and called a food is wrong. And that's why I'm really, really upset that I don't see that in this bill. And I haven't finished it either, but I just want to let you know I've already read it. So um, a Kratom product is contaminated with a dangerous non-Kratom substance. A Kratom product is contaminated with a dangerous non-Kratom substance if the Kratom product contains a poisonous or otherwise deleterious, deleterious non-Kratom ingredient, including but not limited to any of the substances listed in ORS 475.0056. It's going to be a list, a list of Schedule 1s, researches, research chemicals, as well as um, pseudo, pseudo products. Excuse me. So, a Kratom product containing a level 
of 7-hydroxymitragonine in the alkaloid fraction that is a greater than 2% of the overall alkaloid composition of the product. I mean, 2% 7-hydroxy would knock someone out. If you took that much in a serving and small amount, I mean, like, you don't need that. The In, the, in, in good kratom leaf that's really mature, it's like 0.002% per serving and that's enough for people so two percent i think that's a little much i think it should have been one percent but whatever um potatoes potatoes at least we're, we're getting somewhere with it and um seven hydroxymitragonine is pretty important for pain that the your liver will convert metrogenine into seven hydroxy also so Kratom is what Kratom does in the book. It's a chapter we write about, about how Kratom affects everyone differently and how um, if pain isn't present, Kratom doesn't really convert. And so it turns into a waste. And so people's experiences seem to differ based on that and how much pain is like really there and not just like mentally there. Mental pain is a real thing. But we also are all used to finding these products as a relief and we use them every day when pain is essential for growth. And using a product every day will 100% lift your tolerance, especially with a water-based alkaloid like Kratom. Um, Kratom extract mu alpha gold products in specifically will last for three days but people want to feel something, not knowing that that it's still working. And so that unfortunately leads people to use a lot more because this is a self-administered product. Unfortunately, that will raise your tolerance. Once you start using more than 10 grams per serving, I strongly encourage you to take a month off. Take a week off. Take three days off at least. Drink water. Titrate those heavy metals from your system. It's super important to educate yourself about where this product comes from and their agricultural methods in a third world country versus the laws and regulations we have here. And that brings me to our episode on organic certification that's coming up. So stay tuned. That'll be our next episode after this. Um, so C, a Kratom product containing the 7-hydroxy, we just said that. D, a Kratom product containing any synthetic alkaloids, including synthetic metrogenine, synthetic 7-hydroxymetrogenine, or any other synthetically derived compounds of the metrogyna <laughs> speciosa plant. So there is a company here in Oregon specifically. They've been in, co- in business for 10 years plus. They're hiding. They charge an uh, un uncanny amount just not even okay for how much they charge for this product one ounce is like five hundred dollars so they get people addicted and mind you this is seven hydroxy is a short-lived high it goes away very fast and so people need to they, they, they keep going for that they keep going for that not knowing that like dude that was just the plus you shouldn't be chasing the dragon like that because 7-hydroxy only converts. I mean, 7-hydroxy is there. Mitrogenine only converts when necessary. So you got to find yourself a product 
that's going to have that readily available, which really just doesn't happen naturally. And so these companies have no problem staying under the radar because they get three people addicted and they're literally buying them a house. So stay away from anything that you think is a plant because there's a picture of it. And then the description says oxide, oxinodize, OX anything. If it doesn't say Mitragyna speciosa, and it's not the same, you know, like people are trying all these vendors looking for different feeling of kratom, and it's like, wow, man, you guys are literally not realizing that there's only two identified cultivars. That means two strains throughout the entire world, bumblebee and riffat. That's it. And so you go to these different vendors, thinking oh they got something great but they don't it's all the same thing understand this you're getting something different it's called a lesser quality the more you jump around these new companies these new deals all the deals the deals the deals good companies don't offer sales like that they don't need to this product is so cheap as it is. Why are people looking for so? Anyway, I'm not even going to get into that. So, D, a kratom product containing a synthetic alkaloid. It's out there. Be aware. It's going to end soon. These people will pay. If they've ruined this many lives, everything comes around. So, part three. A processor that violates subsection one of this section is only subject to 500, the first offense, and 1,000 for the second. Uh, that's two sales to them. That's not enough. It should have been 30000 the first time. Community service for a week. I mean, like, it's kind of messed up how the, the state wants to help. But at the same time, it's almost like they're encouraging this based on how little fine it is. for. Then these people are making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year off hurting people. And they're giving them a slap on the wrist for three times. Wow. So that allows them to change their name, learn, adapt, and stay even more hidden. And then they might go to school, which is jail, and learn even more how to hide and adulterate and hurt. I think these people who have felonies for past should never be allowed to manufacture. So the, the owner of Triangle Pharma Naturals, if you want to Google Josh Becker of Idaho and see, this man was importing uh, our research chemicals and putting it on herbs, calling it spice, killed five people. Did two years in the feds. That's it. Comes over to Oregon and starts manufacturing Kratom. And when the FDA hit, Google FDA salmonella poisoning 2017 Triangle Pharma Naturals, Tigered, Oregon. It was all over the news. He wouldn't even let him in his facility. That's when I left and started iKratom. Because of the additives and how long him and all these other manufacturers were getting away with adulterating their products. While I worked there, I had three big manufacturers. Well, they call themselves manufacturers. They were using this guy to put research chemicals in his product. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. So it's happening because nobody's going around testing products <laughs> listening to complaints I mean like dude excuse my language I, I just don't understand that anyway a processor does not violate subsection one of this section it, it is shown by a respondent of the evidence that the processor relied in good faith upon the representation 
of another processor regarding the registration of that Kratom product. So basically, once again, I didn't know. Wow. So very, very... <laughs> I mean, this is the law too, and they know this has been considered. How could it not? Has, has, am I the only one saying this? I really doubt it. So a processor may not distribute, sell. This is section four or expose for sale a Kratom product to an individual under 21 years of age. That's awesome. All those A signs promoting need to go. A processor that violates subsection of this is guilty of class C misdemeanor. That's cool. That's good. That makes him a criminal. That's the only good thing about that. So section five, the state department of ag shall adopt rules necessary to carry out sections two and three of this 2021 act. <coughs> Excuse me. Awesome. I wish I could talk more about that. Anyway, so part three standards for testing to ensure a Kratom product is safe for human consumption. I wish I could talk more about that. Things are happening, people. In time, I will, I will reveal more, but um, part two. Standards for accurate labeling to ensure safe and effective use of a Kratom product by consumers, including a recommended serving size. Awesome. We couldn't do this before. I'd always have to say, well, I do, and I don't really use Kratom, so I'd say, my friends do, or my clients do, or this person's experience was, and they're all different. Kratom absorption is always going to be based on your pH, what you ate before, um, just all these small things, your mood even. I mean, like, Kratom has 10% unknown alkaloids. I mean, it's kind of alien that we think we know everything, but we don't know everything about nature. 10% unidentified alkaloids in the Kratom leaf. So this is really cool that we're, we're being allowed... An opportunity and I hope that more vendors will choose to educate and sell only original strains because that's all there is super green super everything super white has super dye in it most red has clay in it and doesn't even test for seven hydroxy it's not even there so understand that your creative vendors might be the best people but they don't understand that third world marketing ploys have affected them Everyone in this industry has been affected by false marketing ploys. 100%. If you've ever Googled it, you've been affected. If you've ever slightly believed that there was more to Kratom than just Mitrogenine and 7-Hydroxy and the five other alkaloids that are readily available, well, you might learn something. You might not have, but... Kratom is not like THC. There's not multiple genetics. There's not multiple strains. The colors don't affect any differently except for how your body <laughs> processes the toxins. So when you do mushrooms, psilocybin, nothing like psilocybin, mind you. I'm just using this as a reference. You're getting high off psilocybins from the toxicity that your body is purging. The same thing is happening... <laughs> with Kratom and heavy metals. People are searching for that feeling and they think they have something good when in all actuality, it could be very, very harmful. So what I ask people to do, ask their vendors, 
You know, like, where's your full panel COA? I don't see anything here for heavy metals updated. We have that here at iCritum Life. We have some amazing connections for powder. As you can see, we also remediate the heavy metals. So, leading by example, once again, we hope others will follow. Come grab a private label from us. See our prices. We'll beat OPMS. We beat them with the fullest spectrum. It's insanity. So, Section 6, 2 to 5 of this 2021 Act. Now, I'm going to go back. Standards for testing to ensure a Kratom product is safe for human consumption. So, now lab tests are going to be required. If anyone needs lab testing, do not use Wonder Labs. They are not credible. They use Photoshop. (laughs) And Resco are the only real labs or a really validated food testing facility. In order to test for research chemicals, you have to specifically request the methodology for that specific research chemical that you are searching for. And that is hard because most of the time those guys will switch stuff around to the point where it's unidentifiable and still effective. So part three, standards and procedures for registering a Kratom product. Yes. And a fee to be paid to the department by a processor to register a Kratom product. We assume so. But what's that money going to? Section 6. Sections 2 to 5 of this 2021 Act become operative on January 1st, 2022. It's coming up. It's right around the corner. The State Department... Oh, this is Section 6, Part 2. The State Department of Agriculture may take any action before the operation, the operative date specified in subsection 1 of this section that is necessary to enable the department to exercise on and after the operative date specified in subsection 1 of this section. All of the duties, functions, and powers conferred on the department by sections 2 to 5 of this 2021 Act. Basically, If we see stuff that needs to be changed, we will change it, but they will let us know and they're always going to be time to adapt. That's really cool. I really don't think these vendors need more than 90 days either, but you know, giving everyone a chance, I think six months should be, I mean, they got time to prepare now. So this is more than your six month warning. Um, Section seven, This 2021 act takes effect on the 91st day after the date on which the 2021 regular session of the 81st Legislative Assembly adjourned signed I. Basically, it takes effect when it passes. This has been a most informative episode, I hope has helped enlighten everyone on what the Kratom Consumer Protection Act details. Because I just read it. Please check out our website, leafofluxury.com, also known as iCratumLife.com, to learn more. 
about this life-changing herb that grows on a tree. Don't forget to check out our blog page and sign up for that newsletter with most pertinent information not offered to blog readers. Our newsletters recipients receive coupon codes that we do not offer anywhere else, as well as updates on new products and events. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Joshua Paul Arnold. This has been another amazing episode of Wash Your Thoughts Away.